Well, hey, it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. Hope you got a minute for a story. For all we do to wrap the holidays in warm sentiment and festoon it with tinsel and garland, tensions and pressures often boil over at Christmas time. If you notice that, unreasonable expectations are aroused in children and adults alike. Financial pressures increase, unhealthy behaviors make unwelcome visits, family dysfunctions flare up, odd relatives show up, tempers blow up, we eat junk food and the kids throw up. Sometimes they throw up down your back over the seat of the car within a few miles of the big gathering at Granny's house. Don't ask me how I know that. If you add drunkenness and gluttony, well, because of these things, it's often hard to be merry at Christmas time and impossible to have a happy new year. One Christmas, we visited my sister-in-law and I, I broke the chair during a rousing game of Pictionary. And the same year, I broke the plumbing, too. The next year, trying to be funny, I showed up with a big pipe wrench. Kind of still irks me that nobody found my clever gesture funny. Me, it isn't funny when I'm trying to be funny and, and people don't think I'm funny. It just drains all the holiday warm and fuzzy right out of you. And at times like that, it's easy to make bad choices. Poverty can be a time of bad choices. The first church I pastored after we were married was a small church out west of town with a modest parsonage and a modest salary. They allowed me to have an additional job to get by. They're good folks, took care of us, but we were young. Things were tight. Sometimes they things were so thin before payday came. I remember things so thin. One week we had a tank of gas, but very little food. And my sister and her husband, they had food, but not much gas. So we went to their house had macaroni and cheese and grilled cheese sandwiches because somebody in their church had given them a huge block of government surplus cheese. So we drove down there and ate their food. We made the most of it, but I can tell you being poor and hungry gets old fast, especially at Christmas time. Times like that, it's easy to make bad choices. And bad choices are, are easy to make. Like seems like following God's way, it's often hard. And there's always another way, which presents itself as an easier way, in a way that appeals to our desire for pleasure or ease or other desires that would involve sin. And our first unfiltered reactions are often, well, they're often sinful and foolish. Okay, folks, that was the introduction or part of the introduction to my message on Sunday about the choice that Ruth made. Ruth as in Ruth, Naomi, and Boaz. Ruth made the choice to leave her pagan country and follow the God of Israel, Yahweh, the one true creator God. And in so doing, she put herself under the spout of God's blessing, under the path of God's blessing. Reminds me a little bit of a time years ago when I was doing a little side job for a lady named Mrs. Shrimplin. And Mrs. Shrimplin had a collection of concrete statuary, and she wanted them to be seated in gravel. So she gave me the keys to her old pickup truck and she instructed me to go to the gravel pit and get gravel to put under her statues. So my sons and I drove to the gravel pit. I've never done this before, but I asked them what to do. They said, you just go park your truck under that chute, pull the chain and gravel will 
pour into the bed of your truck. You serve yourself. I'm like, all right. So I went down there and I uh, positioned the truck under the gravel chute and pulled the chain and the gravel came out. I filled the truck all the way up, not realizing that I way over went way over the weight limit of the truck. The fellows up at the scales kind of laughed and looked at each other. I said, did I load it too heavy? They go, yeah, probably a little. I said, what, what do you think I should do? Is there a way to unload some? And they nodded over the corner. There's a big grain shovel over there. <laughs> I imagine trying to shovel that off. And I decided that I would go ahead and try to make it. And, and the rest of that story, it's a story for another day. But my point uh, to the people on Sunday was put yourself under the shoot of God's blessing. Be where God can bless you without discrediting his own name. Follow God, trust God, and obey God. Trust the authorities in your life like Ruth did, and believe that God will have people lined up along the way with just what you need, just when you need it. Like Ruth was hungry, and Naomi was hungry, and God had Boaz along the path, and then Boaz reminded the Ruth that she wasn't simply blessed because of her character. She was blessed because she trusted in Yahweh, the one true God. So Ruth placed herself directly under the shoot of God's favor. And God's blessing was poured out upon Ruth. Ruth was David's grandmother, and there was a greater David. And all of that goes back to a Moabitess, a woman from a country with a sketchy story, shame and guilt in the past, who trusted in God. That's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm today, where every day is a beautiful day, and the little light in the kitchen is always on.